Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Help Desk for Friday, the 12th of February. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. And Tess, uh, start us off with a story of an IPO. Yeah, so this is a great story if you love love and love money. Bumble, the dating app where women make the first move, has priced its IPO at $43 per share. And the company will begin trading, I believe it's Thursday morning in the US, which is about the time you should be listening to this podcast if you're up to date. And it's going to debut with a market cap around $7 billion. Some things that stood out to me in this listing is the 31-year-old... CEO and founder Whitney Wolfherd, great name, uh, will be the youngest woman to ever take a p- company public. The chair of the board is also female and women occupy eight of the 11 board seats. So that's 70%. And that's just like incredibly rare. Uh, most big companies in Australia have only just been pressured into getting to 30% females on their boards, uh, you know, being dragged there by their shareholders and pressure from other groups as well. Bumble will be taking on its rival Match Group, which owns Tinder, OkCupid and Hinge. And if you're wondering how Bumble makes money, if you're not on the app, it is free to use, but it does sell features to users. The company said it had 42 million monthly active users as of September, out of which there are 2.5 million paying users, which is up 22% from the year prior. And I think their listing just before Valentine's Day was a deliberate choice, and it's proving that this IPO is going to be possibly a major branding event for the company. Yeah, I've heard a lot of positive things about Bumble. Yeah, it seems at least for my single friends, it's between Bumble and Hinge are the two services these days that they all uh, recommend. But yeah, that's all I can say about dating apps. It's been a very long time. But maybe we should move on to another young-ish founder, Jack Dorsey. Indeed. Yeah. Jack uh, has had a good quarter. Uh, Twitter has announced its quarterly results and they had really good growth, about 20% quarter over quarter. But there were some interesting tidbits from Jack on the call. First, Dorsey talked about wanting to turn Twitter into a kind of federated platform for chat that could power other chat services. He believes Twitter could be used as a kind of app store for social media, which is basically what Twitter was back in 2008 before it decided to kind of lock down all the features and keep the conversations to itself and disable all the weird and wonderful apps that people were building on top of Twitter. Uh, it's a real shame that it's taken this long for him to come back around. Anyway, another interesting data point, Twitter saw user growth after they banned Trump and all those QAnon fans out there. Dorsey didn't give an exact number, but he did indicate that the trend proved that Twitter was, quote, bigger than one account. Both positive steps, I believe, for Twitter. They have a lot of people looking at them at the moment and a lot of angry uh, investors, actually. So uh, I think this might make people a little bit happier. People were a little bit nervous when uh, when Trump was banned and the stock price tanked uh, the very next day. But uh, it looks like everything is, is OK at the House of Bird now that uh, Trump is gone. Do you remember like a year ago when Jack 
Dorsey nearly lost his job thanks to an activist hedge fund, mm-hmm. bought like 4% of the company and, and wanted, demanded all these changes. And then sort of COVID happened and the business world freaked out. All decisions seemed to come to a standstill mm. and no one made any any moves. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess he's run out of his, his nine lives, called off his trip to Africa mm-hmm. and um, is getting serious about making changes. We've talked about Scott Galloway a bunch of times on this show and he is one of the people uh, involved in that movement to get Jack fired from Twitter. And uh, I, I chatted to him earlier this week and, and Twitter came up many times in that conversation. So I'll link to that when, when that podcast is out. And moving on to Gizmodo, where Alex Kidman has a story about whether your smart speaker will still cope if Google search leaves Australia. A quick reminder, Google threatened to pull search from the market as a response to Australia's media code. However, it's sort of walked back those comments and the Google CEO, Sundar Pichai, has had a constructive call with Scott Morrison since then. If they do go, the withdrawal could have consequences way beyond your web browser. For example, just about every service Google offers relies on search, in particular its smart speakers and displays. Most of the smart home IoT device functions of a Google-powered smart speaker should continue to operate. Yeah, and he also points out that Google uh, does very well in Australia. It's got a 64% market share compared to Amazon, uh, which was late to market. We've talked about that a couple of times. I've found this week, actually, so I mentioned last Friday that I was going to try a week without Google and I failed miserably. We're using a Google Doc right now. But I did end up switching my search, first of all, to DuckDuckGo. I found it pretty annoying after about two days and I've been on Bing ever since and I haven't really noticed much difference to be honest with Bing. But yeah, in terms of the smart speakers, I've got them all over my house and it does make me pause every time I ask it something knowing that I'm supposed to be doing a week of Google free. Yeah, it's that's technically not Google free at all. Not at all. Anyway, moving on. This is a textbook case of unexpected consequences. It appears that a cop in Beverly Hills was playing copyrighted material loudly during an arrest recently so that anyone filming the arrest would have the footage pulled from social media. So most platforms like YouTube and Facebook Live have a built-in copyright protection uh, to block streaming of commercial songs because the platforms would then have to pay the rights holders of the song to stream that music. Uh, It appears the cop in this video knows that that's the case. And so they're playing very loud music over the arrest uh, in the hope that it would be flagged by those robots and not be and, and the video not become a viral hit uh, on social media. Now, thankfully, the footage that we, we see in this is not that bad. It's it's, you know, just, um, you know, it's Beverly Hills. It's it's uh, it's not the, the kind of terrible uh, race relations that you see elsewhere in America sometimes. But the, the nice thing about this is, uh, is most of the larger social media networks have seen this video. It was posted on Vice and they've all said that, that they will be uh, making sure that their algorithm isn't tricked. Uh, by something as as clever as this. At first I thought, yeah, that's really clever, but also not great. So I'm glad that those policies and robots are smart enough to to see through that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it it is so clever. Like you've got, you've got to give the cop credit for it. But yeah, it could have been a much worse situation. And we've got one quick update just to wrap up the week. And that is in the TikTok versus Trump saga. And it looks like the deal to sell TikTok's American operations to a group including Oracle and Walmart has been canned. The Wall Street Journal reports that President Biden will undertake a broad review of 
of his predecessor's efforts to address potential security risks from Chinese tech companies like TikTok. And as a recap, Trump forced the sale of TikTok to a majority US-owned group after he threatened to have the social platform banned. But the deal has been in limbo for months and it looks like it's going to be there for a while uh, or it's going to be a while before the US decides if the Chinese company does represent a potential security risk over its collection of user data. So strange, this one. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to keep watching. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Help Desk this week. If you have any questions or comments, please send them our way. It is at Tess Bennett or at Peter Wells on, on the Twitters. And you can also go to ask at thehelpdesk.com.au or pop in a question in a review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be fun uh, and an easy way for us to see some of the questions you have. We're going to be trying to uh, incorporate a few more segments next week and a few more listener questions and answers because we've gotten a couple of uh, questions coming through. Uh, so if you do have questions, please send them our way. Thank you, Tess Bennett. Thanks, Peter. Have a happy Lunar New Year or and or Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day, whichever you choose to celebrate this weekend. I'm celebrating Zachy's fifth birthday. He is a kid in my, my kid's kinder class and he's a cool dude. I can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> you have a fantastic Lunar New Year as well. Which, which year is it? Oh, Ox, I think. Okay. Cool. I won't hold you to that. <laughs> if that's wrong. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. You can Google that. <laughs> yeah, Ox. Nice one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.